the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Dr. Trudy Podcast, where together we learn to choose faith over fear, contentment over chaos, where we discover what it takes to live a life of victory. Dr. Trudy Simmons has a Ph.D. in counseling. She's a certified life coach, a television host. She's completed 12 Ironman competitions. But if you were to ask her who she is, she'd tell you she's a woman of faith, a wife, and a mother. She's an overcomer with a calling and a gift for helping others to pull through the tough stuff. Thanks for joining us today. Here again is Dr. Trudy. Hey, everyone, and welcome to One on One. I am your host, Dr. Trudy. I'm so excited to be with you. Um, I just want to share a little bit about myself before we get into our topic today, which is Engage in Warfare. Um, I am the host of an award-winning Christian talk show called The Christian View. You can find us on all social media outlets um, and, of course, on Abundant TV. But you can also write me at drtrudysimmons at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to pray with you. And if there are any topics that you would like to discuss here on One to One with Dr. Trudy, I would love to to um to look at those topics and, and dive into the word of God with you on those topics. Um, but today we are going to be talking about engage in warfare. Last week, if you joined in, we talked about claiming your land and how the Lord had already promised um, the land, but the Israelites and and Joshua they were afraid to go in, and then the Lord commanded Joshua that his servant Moses was dead, and it was time for Joshua to take the land that the Lord had given them. And so we talked a little bit about that. We talked a little bit about what it meant to mourn for 30 days and then what it meant to move into what God has called you to, what God has called you to. So if you haven't, if you didn't watch that one, I'd encourage you to go back and watch that episode. Um, It's full of good information and lots of, and lots of scriptures. So I hope that you will tune into that. But today I do want to talk about engage in warfare, because if you read the book of Joshua, it's all about the battles that the Israelites face. It's it's about warfare. It's about suffering, but it's also a gr- about great victory. And anywhere from the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, it talks about warfare. It talks about suffering, but it also talks about great victory. And so I don't know about you, but I, at any point in our life, we are going through warfare or we're going through suffering, but then we're also walking in victory. And so I think the book of Joshua is just so rich because it's, it's very real and it's very relevant today. But I think there's a misunderstanding in the Christian life. And as a Christian counselor, I hear it often. Well, why is this happening to me? I'm a Christian. I believe in God. Why? Why are these bad things happening? Why am I suffering? But the you know the scripture doesn't say that once you become a Christian, that life is all um, butterflies and blueberries. No, once we become a Christian, that's when we actually engage 
start engaging in warfare. That's when the enemy knows, oh, wait a minute, their name is now written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So therefore, I can't. I can't take away their salvation, but I can make them so unfruitful and I can make them so paralyzed in fear while they're on earth that they're no heavenly good. And that's the one of the enemy's biggest strategies. And so he wants us to think that, oh, it's not going to happen to me because I'm a Christian and, and I've given my life to Jesus. But again, that's when the battle fully starts is when we say yes to Jesus, we um we're going to say yes to um, trials and tribulations. But again, scripture says, be of good cheer because I, Jesus, have overcome. And therefore, we can be overcomers through Jesus Christ. But we have to realize that we're in a war, that there is a battle going on between good and evil. And we've got to know how to fight. We've got to know what we need to do. But I also want you to know that in the midst of the battle, there is always great hope for victory. And that is talked about in Romans 8, 31 and 37. There is always victory and there is always hope if we keep our hope in the right person, which is Jesus Christ. We cannot have our hope in our circumstances. We can't have our hope in our situation. We can't even have our hope in another person. Our hope has to be in Jesus Christ. John 1 4, or first John 1, first John 4, 4 says this, greater he who is in us than he who is of this world. We know we have an enemy and the enemy is strong. He's strong and he, he, he studies us. He, he knows God's word. So he knows where to attack us. He knows when we're weak. He knows where we're weak. But if you listen to John, first John 4, 4, it says greater he who is in us than he who is in this world. We are overcomers. We have a battle plan. We have the armor of God that we need to be putting on every single day. And there are some some studies I read that we don't even need to take the, the 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 armor off. You know, when when soldiers go to war, when they fall asleep at night, they're not taking off their armor. They're keeping their armor on so that when we wake up in the morning, we are ready to go, knowing that we've already secured the victory. We've already secured the victory. In fact, the Bible tells us that we are recipients of victory. Through Jesus Christ. First Corinthians 15, 57 says this, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory as conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. So again, I don't know what you're facing today. I don't know what battles you are up against, but you are victorious in Jesus Christ. Just as he said in Joshua, that it was time to take the land. It was time. It had already been given to him. So he just had to take it. And that victory is already yours over every situation and circumstance. That victory in Jesus Christ is yours. You've just got to take it and you've got to apply it in your life. You know, Joyce Myers always says we can be pitiful or we can be powerful. So it's up to us. We can be a victim or we can be victorious. And those choices are up to us. Again, the situation and the circumstances may not change, but the situation and the circumstances can change us for our good and God's glory if we let them. If we let them, we can stay, we can stay stuck. We can stay stuck in our battlefield. We can stay stuck and and not win the victory this side of heaven. Or we can fight and we can fight on our knees. We can fight through reading God's word. We can fight in prayer and we can win the victory each and every single day. Um, what I want to do is give you three things that God 
called and asked Joshua to do. And that's how Joshua walked in his victory. He um, talked and we talked about last week how he commanded us to be strong and courageous, to be strong and confident, to be strong in God's word, to not look to the left or to the right, but stay focused on God and what he has called us to do. But God gave Joshua a call. The first thing he did was he called him to claim the land. He called him to claim it. It was already his, but he had to speak it out of his mouth. He had to walk in faith to take it. And so there may be situations and circumstances in your life right now that you need to start activating by speaking it out, by taking that next step. What is God calling you to do? So often we're in a wilderness experience because we're not choosing to walk out of it, more or less. We're choosing to complain. And when we complain, we remain. But we have the ability to overcome and to walk out of that wilderness mentality. The enemy wants you to think that you're trapped there, but I am telling you that you are not trapped in your wilderness. A wilderness is for a season, but God is calling you out of that wilderness into your promised land. And that is today in the name of Jesus. You know, but I look around and I see Christians who are so defeated. Um, They're defeated and they're struggling with their sin, with shame, with guilt, with unbelief, with rejection, with fear, with low self-esteem, you name it. We are struggling. We're struggling and we're walking and walking and and we're wandering in that, in that, in that wilderness um, of self-pity, of shame, of guilt, condemnation, of rejection, all the things I just named. That's our wilderness. That's where we're stuck. And God, again, is saying, there is another way. There is a better way. It does not have to be this way. God has placed a victorious, God has a place of victorious living, which he promises that you and I can live in. And if you go to 2 Corinthians 2, 14, Romans 8, 37, and 1 Corinthians 15, 57, that we can walk in victory. We do not have to stay in the wilderness. We do not have to stay in shame, guilt, condemnation, rejection, self-hatred, victim mentality. God is calling us out. There is a place that believers can live in the peace and the prosperity. And when I talk about prosperity, I'm not talking about name it, claim it, but the prosperity of the soul, the prosperity of just living for Jesus, the prosperity of just living in victory. We can be there. And I believe with all my heart that God did not save you to be defeated. He did not save you to walk around in shame, guilt, and condemnation. He saved you because he loved you and he has a plan and a purpose for you. And it is so good. And it is so great. It says that he has a great plan for you. He causes all things to work together for your good and for his glory. But again, you have to do your part. Most of the time, we are defeated because we refuse to walk in victory. And you're probably saying, but Dr. Trudy, I want to walk in victory. I choose victory, but I always get defeat. We've got to choose victory every single day. We've got to go against the grain. We've got to go against how we feel and even how the situation looks. Because you know our feelings will lie to us. And so often, we'll have those feelings and we'll take those feelings on as reality. And and, and God is looking. He's saying, that's not the reality at all. That's a warped sense of reality that the enemy has placed within you that you chose to believe. And so if you chose to believe the enemy's lies and the enemy's tactics, then that's a false reality because God has called you to walk in victory and he has given you the tools to do that. Um, If I haven't given you this scripture yet, I want you to give you Ephesians 6, 
And I want you to go and read the armor of God and make sure that you know that you are fully equipped with what God, uh, with God's armor so that you can become and do all that he has called you to do. Um, And I want to encourage you to stop sabotaging yourself. So often we sabotage ourselves because we don't think we're we're worthy. We think about our past sins and our past mistakes. But y'all, God doesn't remember those past sins. It says he forgets about them from the east to the west. He doesn't see our past mistakes and sins. He doesn't hold them against us. We are the only ones who hold them against ourselves. And we allow the enemy to bombard us with lies, with accusations with familiar spirits. And God is saying, wait a minute, no more. I'm calling you to victory. It's already yours. I've already given it to you. I died on the cross so that you could have victory, so that you could live a victorious life in me. The enemy is over here putting thoughts and darts and all in your head, confusing you in chaos. And then you go back to your familiarity, which is shame, guilt, and condemnation. But God is saying, I'm giving you the promised land. It's time for you to take it. But remember, you've got to engage in war. You've got to pray. You've got to take it, which I talked about earlier. Speak it out of your mouth. Speak victory out of your mouth. Speak your future out of your mouth. And then start walking it out by faith. There's things that you have to do. And the first one is you have to claim it. Um, And then you have to be willing to walk in total surrender to God. You have to be willing to walk in total surrender to God. Um, It says we're to be in the world but not of the world above my son's bed um, says this. It says, I'd rather stand with God and be judged by the world than to stand with the world and be judged by God. So we've got to be totally surrendered to God, not, not worrying if we fit in, if people like us, if if we're going to be unfriended, defriended or whatever it is on social media. Um, If we're going to be the outcast, because when we're in Christ, we're not called to fit in. We're actually called to stand out. So we have to have, a total surrender to the Lord. And then we have to have a life of submission. And that is in Joshua 117. It says we are to submit to the leadership of God. Too often we rebel against anything that seems like um, work, right? We don't want to have rules and regulations. We don't want to have um, authority in our life. I was talking to a young mom the other week who was trying to get her life together and go to a rehab center. And I said, well, You've got to be willing to submit to their rules and their authorities because those rules and those authority and that authority is put there for a reason. And we've got to learn that we can trust God. We can trust God with our life. We can trust God to be Lord of our life, to be father of our life. You know, you may have grown up with a very abusive dad, but I can reassure you today that father God in heaven is loving and kind and gracious There is no evil within him and he loves you and he only wants the best for you. But according to 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, none of us like being told what to do. None of us like being told what to do, but we've got to learn to submit to Father God because he has great things in store for us. If you're going to get your victory, you have to submit everything to the Lord. Have you done that yet? And if not, what's holding you back? Is it fear? Is it pride? What's holding you back from turning everything over to God? And then the last one is in verse 8 of Joshua 1, and it's a life of of separation. If you want to walk in victory, we must walk and practice a separation in our life. 
We would separate ourselves from anything that would prevent us from walking in victory. There may be certain people that you hang out with that maybe you shouldn't be hanging out with, right? There may be, um, maybe it's the way you talk. Maybe it's what you watch on TV. Maybe it's the way you dress. Um, But maybe there are certain things in your life that you need to separate yourself from. Certain people in your life, certain places that you go that that's hindering you. That's hindering your walk with God. And again, the enemy is going to come in and say, oh, that's okay. That's not going to hurt. That's just a little, that's just a little bar or that's just, um, you know, those people just cuss a little bit or that movie just has a little bit of pornography in it. And that's how the enemy gets in. He gets in a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. And once we accept a little bit of sin, then a little bit more, you know, becomes normal and then a little bit more. So you've got to separate yourself from the world, what the world looks like. And you've got to be different. God's calling you out. We can be in victory, but let me ask you, what is hindering your victory? What is hindering you from having a life consecrated to the Lord? What is hindering you from being separated unto the Lord? These things, we need to do these things. We need to have total surrender, total submission, and total separation unto God. We need to start claiming what God has spoken over us, that we cannot have one foot in the world and one, one foot in heaven. We've got to be either cold or hot. It says that the Bible wants us to be cold or hot, not lukewarm. And so we're in a war, and that war has been won by Jesus Christ. But the enemy is not going to back down. He's not going to back down until he has you defeated here on earth. Again, he cannot take your salvation He can't take your name out of the Lamb's book of life if you've accepted Jesus Christ into your heart. But he can have you defeated here on earth. So you're in a war, and it's nothing to be afraid of. of. It's nothing to be fearful about. It's nothing to cower about. You have given, God has given you the weapons that you need for warfare. And those are, you'll find those in Ephesians chapter six. But also, that's the armor of God. And we'll go over that another day. But the armor of God is, is the, is the, um, the weapons that we need to wear, but we also need to make sure that we are praying on a daily basis, that we are diligently praying and seeking God, that we are meditating on his word, that we are worshiping him in spirit and in truth, and that we are speaking life over ourselves. We're speaking life and not death, and you will win the victory every single time. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this has been a blessing. Make sure you write me at drtrudysimmons at gmail.com and then follow me on all social media outlets and at the christianview.tv. I'd love to hear from you. Have a very blessed night. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Learn more and get in touch with us at trudysimmons.net. That's trudysimmons.net. And help us to reach others with these encouraging messages of hope and inspiration by simply sharing them with your friends on your favorite social media platform. God bless, and thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you again soon, right here on the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.